Well, uh, welcome back, uh, sports fans, to um, another fantastic day here at the MCG. Once again, the sun shining, just a smattering of cloud cover over there. Um, the ground in perfect condition. In fact, they've got um, the uh, reserves playing as as we uh, as we speak. The Carlton Collingwood reserves, and that's the uh, precursor to this massive titanic struggle between these two great old power clubs the Carlton Football Club and the Collingwood Football Club big crowd here gathering at uh, this marvellous sports stadium the MCG uh, and um, really enjoying the uh, the spectacle of uh, the young blokes running around in the reserves, a couple of uh, old veterans there of course but um, Obviously, uh, the crowd would be more interested in seeing the up-and-coming young blokes of, uh, of both clubs. Um, in fact, we've got a new addition to the team this week. Uh, we've got Warwick, um, and he's going to be the uh, the boundary rider. So um, I'll just um, I'll uh, I'll shoot the uh, recording. I'll shoot them um, down to Warwick there, and um, and Warwick. So what do you got for us? Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, here we are at the MCG, just on the ground here. Um, we've got the reserves as three-quarter time, and, um, well, fortunately, mate, um, I can go in there with the microphone, and um, we've got Ron Barassi here. He's decided to uh, he's decided to help out the Carlton Reserves. He's come back into coaching, and um, he's allowed us to go in there and, uh, and uh, just have a bit of a listen to his three-quarter time speech here. So I'll just, uh, yeah, here he is here now. It is. Uh, you can see, uh, old Ronnie. He uh, he, he certainly uh, hasn't changed the way he coaches, and he, he's retained that. Uh, he's retained that uh, wonderful um, passion for the game. Well, uh, you're you're right there, uh, Warwick. He certainly has uh, retained the uh, the passion for this uh, great game. Um, I didn't think coaches were sort of. Um, allowed to uh, talk to their players like that anymore. I didn't think the young blokes of today would kind of put up with it, but nice and refreshing to see that uh, you know, that sort of thing going on. Anyway, um, so what else is happening down there, Warwick? Yeah, well, um, I'll tell you what, they've just uh, 
I just about finished our oranges down here at three-quarter time and Ron's about to start speaking again. I reckon that was uh, really inspirational stuff and I don't think there'd be much harm in uh, in uh, listening into this last bit of the speech, would there, Mick? Uh, probably not, uh, Warwick. Um, all right, well, yeah, see, see what you can get. Well, um, yeah, thanks a lot for that, Warwick. Um, yeah, well, from what I've heard from Carlton, um, you know, David Teague's obviously a uh, he's a pretty gentle sort of bloke. He, um, you know, the way he leads the uh, the players and the club is um, pretty much understated. And um, I suppose they probably got uh, old Ron back for a bit of, um, you know, to um, bring a bit of the old-fashioned steel back into the club. Um, you know, to bring these young blokes through and uh, make sure they, uh, you know, run run hard at the ball, run through a brick wall like uh, Ron's always kind of expected his players. What do you reckon, Warwick? Yeah, mate, I reckon uh, that's the way to go for any club nowadays. Bloody, um, you know, you can't afford to uh, mollycoddle these, uh, these young kids. And in fact, uh, the current line-up today, we, we're going back to the future a little bit with... Um, one of Wayne Harms' nephews, um, uh, Rodney, Rodney Harms, he's playing, um, he's playing on the uh, half four. I think he's been selected on the half four flank in the uh, in the first today, and uh, yeah, he he's been playing up there at Oyen, uh, Oyen United, uh, really cleaning up there, you know, possession after possession. He's got a good turn of speed. Um, I saw him last year against. Um, uh, against Sea Lake Nan Daly, and I reckon he would have had about 20 kicks before half time. Um, just didn't quite have the fitness to run the game out, but uh, he certainly had the toe and he certainly showed ability, and uh, I think that's why uh, the Blues have picked him up. So um, we can really look forward to uh, watching that young bloke in his first game today. Yeah, well, um, that's certainly something there, uh, Warwick. Uh, yeah, we'll certainly look forward to that. Um, yeah, anything else you got for us, mate? Oh no, not not really at the moment. Um, yeah, just uh, I'll just watch his last quarter of the Blues bit. Uh, with the uh, Blues against Collingwood and the reserves here, Blues are two goals down, but uh, kicking with a very slight breeze, and I reckon they could run over the top. They're looking fitter, and they're certainly running a lot harder at the ball than the Collingwood boys. And I'll probably put that down to. Uh, Ron Barassi's inspirational speech. Well, you can uh, you can really hear the crowd building up here, and they're certainly enjoying the spectacle of uh, this uh, reserve grade game today. Um, and um, yeah, well, I hope uh, you know um, we put on a good show for you in the uh, in the broadcast box here. Oh, there's the uh, the phone light up. I, I think it's Frank. Um, how you going there, Frank? Oh, good day, Mick. I'm just up at sale today. We've got the dogs running around at sale. 
I've got a few specials for you, so I'll have to ring them through as well. Oh, good on you, Frank. Um, so you're a bit late ringing through today. What uh, what's going on? Oh yeah, sorry about that, Mick. The clerk of the course. He's forgotten to uh, bring the lure, uh, the thing that the dogs chase. And uh, anyway, um, what we had to do, me mate Johnny, he's, he uh, he had to bring his kids along. His wife had his wife picked up a shift at the old people's home here in Sale, and uh, so he uh, he had to bring his kids along. And one of his daughters, she had a teddy bear, so we had to try to convince her that, uh, to lend us the teddy bear to use as the lure. Oh. Uh, Fair enough, Frank. Well, uh, what you, what you are uh, spending your time there, um, obviously uh, helping out there at the Sale uh, uh, Greyhounds Club. Yeah, mate. And um, yeah, I was a bit late. I had to go and uh, I, I had to go and buy the uh, young girl a polywaffle and a coke in order to sort of settle her down. She wasn't too keen on uh, having dogs uh, chasing around her uh, beloved teddy bear, but she sweetened up all right and. Uh, so hopefully, um, yeah, it's been, it'll be a good day and uh, and we'll get that teddy bear back to us as soon as it's over. Yeah, uh, good on you, Frank. Well, um, yeah, we'll look forward to that and we certainly look forward to um, a couple of the specials that you uh, you might be able to give us through um, uh, later on in the day. Um, yeah, so anyway... Um, and, uh, yeah, there it is... Uh, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. There's the uh, the final siren for the reserve. So the uh, the firsts will be running out uh, before we know it. And I can see Warwick down there. I think he's been allowed to go into the sheds there with the Collingwood Football Club. I tell you what, it could be a bit. Uh, they'd be a bit sad down there. They lost by three points. They were up by about five or six goals at half time and um, ended up uh, losing the uh, unlosable against the Blues. There, I'm sure that uh, speech by Ron Barassi. Um, you know, he really got him got him running hard there in that last quarter, and um, yeah, he came away with a win. So that's uh, fantastic for the football club, and good on you, Ron. Uh, anyway, I'll pass it down to uh, Warwick. What do you got for us down there, Warwick? Yeah, mate, we're just in the um, we're just in the sheds here. It's uh, well, if you think looking for a word, I'd, I'd say it's uh, funereal. Um, I tell you what, they weren't expecting to lose that one. Uh, three points, and they're up by. Oh, what was it? Five, six goals at half time, and um, gee whiz, they're uh, looking very disappointed. Anyway, the coach is about to speak, so I better shut up. I'll um, I'll uh, pass it back up to the broadcast box there, Mick. Oh, what uh, what about uh, giving us an insight into the um, into the uh, the coach's um, speech down there in, in the Collingwood rooms? Yeah, mate, I can do that, although maybe there should be a bit of a language warning. This bloke, he's a bit, uh, he, uh, he's inclined to be a bit uh, emotional. But anyway, we'll see how we go. Um, yeah, he's starting up. Yeah, lost by three. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry about that, Mick. I, I did give the language warning. Um, bit of passion there, um, shown in the uh, in the Collingwood reserves. Um, yeah, well, I must say, Frank. Um, I must say, Warwick. Um, there, uh, there certainly was a bit of passion down there, and I suppose they had lost by three points. And I hope we haven't offended any of the kids out there in uh, in Radio Land. Um, I suppose it's not going to do you any harm to to realise that you know footy's a hard game, and uh, and uh, you know it, it uh, evokes um, some really strong feelings and occasionally some strong strong words. So I must apologise to the parents out there. But anyway, that's the Collingwood Football Club. Uh, and uh, they're, they're, they're reserve grade coach, and uh, yeah, the, the disappointment is writ large upon their faces. Oh, how are you, Joe? Um, you've been up there giving uh, Frank a bit of a hand with his uh, with his dogs, I hear. Yeah, I had to had to go all the way out to Sunshine West for that one. Um, yeah, got got plenty of dogs that he, that need uh looking after and he had to go out to sale uh to help out today so yeah that was interesting he's got got plenty of dogs in his backyard that's for sure yeah well i'll get you to uh i'll get you to read the teams out there joe just gives a bit of a bit, a bit of a commentary on a couple of them how, how do you think carton's looking uh you reckon they're they're strong enough to bring home the goods today um, I I think that they'll they'll certainly have a good crack at it. Collingwood Collingwood are pretty pretty darn good as they've shown in the past few years. So it'll certainly be interesting. But I think the Blues they've started to get a bit of stability uh, in their lineup now, and a, like all those young players are a year older now. So it'll be it'll be certainly an interesting one. So anyway, across across the um, forward line for Collingwood we have Jordan Goey. Jaden Stevenson and Jamie Elliott. Half forward line now is uh, Travis Varco, Ben Reed, and Josh Dacos. Uh, famous name there. And um, across the uh, middle now on the wing, we have Chris Main, Scott Pendlebury, and uh, it says Josh Dacos here again. Um, but. Oh, you know, they're like at Collingwood. Sometimes they just um, do things to confuse us. Yes, yeah, simple, simple sort of error there. Um, anyway, we'll we'll get that fixed up and find out who's in the team um, for the second Josh Dacos. Uh, but anyway, so now across the half back line we have Jeremy Howe, Darcy Moore, Jack Crisp, who'll provide plenty of run, um, and then. Across the uh, full-back line here, we have Brody Majacek. He's uh, been swung down back. Um, and we have Jack... Uh, is it Magden? Or is it Magden? Yeah, Jack Magden. He's, a, he's, a, he's just come into the team. He's, a, he's, played, he's played eight games. Um, he's, um, he went over there and he, I think he played a bit of basketball in America and uh, showed a bit of form in the reserves. So... They've given him his chance. He's a big boy, um, good defender, and uh, we'll see how we go. Yeah, well, that should be a good contest between him and Harry Mackay then. Um, yeah, that, that'll be really interesting. And we also have Matthew Scharenberg in the side. High draft pick, ready to deliver, Scharenberg. Um, and in the midfield, 
in the ruck for Collingwood. Um, Brody Grundy, as always, ever reliable. Gr- Brody Grundy, Adam Trelaw, Adam Trelaw, and uh, Steel Side Bottom. And uh, so, taking the Collingwood team on the Carlton team now. Across the back line, we have uh, the Warrior Cade Simpson, Liam Jones. Sam Doherty, I'd say Jones will be uh, spoiling a fair bit today. Um, the ball will be coming in pretty hot, I imagine. And across the half-back line now, it's uh, Tom Williamson, Jacob Wietering, and uh, Sam Petrovsky-Seaton. Um, and Wietering looks like he's he's eaten the former version of himself. He's huge now, so he'll certainly be able to stand up to Ben Reid, I'd say. And anyway... Uh, across the midfield for the Blues on the wing, Sam Walsh. And in the middle, Patrick Cripps. Um, and also Zach Fisher on the other wing. Fishing Cripps. Um, so now on the uh, half forward line for the Blues will be Jack Silvani, Levi Casbolt, and Wayne Harms' nephew, Rodney Harms, has been given a go in the Carlton team. Um, I'm sure Mick will be able to uh, elaborate on that story a little further as to how Harms has ended up in the Carlton side today. Um, And across the Blues' full forward line, we have Mitch McGovern, uh, the towering Harry Mackay, Eddie Betts is in the side. That's very, very exciting for Blues fans. And... um, yeah, so in the midfield now, it's uh, Pitnett uh, and Mark Murphy and Ed Kerno. So, in for a big one, big one today. This will be a ripper. Can't wait. Yeah, well, the uh, siren's just about to go. And, um, and uh, yeah, like I tell you what, we've been looking forward to this one for a long, long time. Um, there's the ball, bounced and pitting it against Grundy. Grundy gets the tap down to Adam Trelaw. Adam Trelaw sidesteps Mark Murphy, handballs it over to Steel side bottom. Steel side bottom kicks it into Ben Reed, who takes a nice mark in front of Jacob Wietering. Ben Reed goes back, can't see uh, an option there. The Pies have successfully cleaned out the forward line. Jaden Stevenson makes a beautiful lead into space. Ben Reid, lovely weighted kicks, kick, nothing Liam Jones can do about it, and Jaden Stevenson's taken a mark about 30 metres out on a 45 degree angle. I would say that he would have no problems with this one, Joe. No, no, uh, he shouldn't. He's, uh, he's a pretty good kick. Um, so, he goes back, and he's coming in now, and he's kicked it. So Collingwood get the first goal on the board and uh, open out to a uh, an obvious six-point lead. Yeah, six-point lead and the ball goes back to the centre. The bounced up again. Grundy against Pitnet again. Pitnet this time gets it down, down to Ed Kerno. Ed Kerno's running hard. Ed Kerno handballs it over to Cripps. Cripps gets tackled by Pendlebury. And the umpire has said that Cripps has held the ball and he's paid Pendlebury a free kick. Pendlebury 
Long looping handball over to the fast running Travis Varco. Tom Williamson in pursuit. Tom Williamson still in pursuit. Travis Varco puts on the burners. Kicks long down to Jordan to go, but Cade Simpson comes along, comes across and takes a very timely mark in the last line of defence. He kicks across the goals. Sam Doherty's made it. Nice lead. Handballs it over to Sam Petrevsky Seaton. Sam Petrevsky Seaton. Long kick down to Levi Kasbold. Who's, t who's led well and taken a really strong mark out there in front of Darcy Moore, who got the fist into onto the ball, but he just, well, Levi Casbold, his hands are just so strong. Levi Casbold looks back. Rodney Harms comes through. A uh, little, little bit of a lead there to centre-half forward. Harry McCoy, um gets out of the way, and Rodney Harms takes the, takes the chest mark in front of Jack Crisp. Uh, Harms is just probably a little bit too far out. Kicks it long. Harry Mackay goes up against Jack Magden. Jack Magden, nice spoil there. Eddie Betts in front, hooks it round the corner, and as Eddie does, Eddie does, he kicks a goal, and that's a goal to Carlton. Well done, Blues. Um, and, well, it looked good. They looked pretty slick there, and, uh, you know, the forward line's work, working pretty well with um, Levi Casbolt taking a mark. Uh, Harry Mackay um, contesting well, and... It all goes according to script with Eddie Betts and a lovely little goal. So uh, now we have one six uh, to one six. So we're back in the middle now. And uh, the umpire, he balls it up. It's tapped down by Grundy. Trelaw comes flying through, but he spills it. Murphy picks it up. He's tackled by side bottom. The ball spills out. Kerno wraps around, gives the hands off to Cripps. Cripps feeds it out to Fisher on the run. Fisher runs. He's about 70 out now, and he kicks long down to Harry Mackay, but it's punched away by Imagine, and it's gathered there by Rodney Harms, who is tackled very, very strongly by Jack Crisp, and it'll be a ball up for the Blues 25 metres out. Um, and so the ball goes up. Now, and it's tapped down. It's sharked by Silvani, but he's tackled by Howe. The ball is spilled out again, and Eddie Betts sharks it. Scharenberg's close behind him. Betts hands it out, but Majacek intercepts. Intercept, and he bangs it on the boot and finds Main. And Main takes a mark at the half-back line for the Blues now. He goes back, and he uh, looks inboard to Pendlebury. Finds Pendlebury in the middle of the ground now. The Ground's really opened up. He's got Crisp running through. Gives it off. And Crisp gets around. Cripps keeps running and kicks long now. And Jamie Elliott flies over Ben Reed, But it's uh, punched by Doherty, who somehow managed to go with him and get a fist. That was quite an impressive contest. And it was gathered by Dacos, who was tackled by Petrescu Seaton. And we'll get a ball up about 60 from Collingwood. Oh, sorry, no, 20 metres out uh, from goal for the Pies. So the ball goes up again, and it's uh, now tapped down by Grundy, sharked by Trelaw. Trelaw snaps quickly, and it's another goal for the Pies. And the Pies are two goals, 12 to Carlton's, one goal, six. That was a beautiful bit of play by Trelaw there. He just came flying through. He's such a natural midfielder. Very, very impressive stuff from the Collingwood Football Club. 
Yeah, sure, it sure was. Hey, well, I, uh, I think the pies are looking uh, a bit quicker today. Um, they seem to uh, be running through the centre a bit better anyway. Goes up again. Grundy, uh, this time Levi Casbolt's gone into the, into the ruck. Uh, Levi gets a tap down, but he's tapped it straight down to still side bottom. Still side bottom's able to pick the ball up. Uh, Mark Murphy's on his hammer, makes a nice tackle, but still side bottom. Ball spills out, Adam Trelaw picks it up. Uh, Ed, Ed Kernow tackles Adam Trelaw, and it stays in, and um, it's a ball up for uh, uh, just, well, not far from the centre there. Okay, so the ball goes up. Uh, Grundy against Casbolt. Uh, Casbolt, nice tap down again. This time, straight down Murphy's throat. Murphy is able to get his uh, kick away. Uh, Rodney Harms uh, leads out in front of Jack Crisp. He's unable to um, he's unable to pick it up. Um, he taps it out, and uh, Jack Silvani runs through, picks it up, and Matthew Sharonberg tackles, and it's another ball up there in the half forward flank. The ball goes up. Casbolt uh, Grundy this time beats Casbolt. Uh, taps it down, Darcy Moore uh, picks up the crumbs, kicks it over to Josh Dacos, Josh Dacos takes the mark, plays on, kicks down to Ben Reed. Ben Reed can't take the mark, Jacob Wietering uh, is able to recover um, more effectively, handballs it over to Tom Williamson, Tom Williamson long kick to Sam Walsh, Sam Walsh takes a nice mark in front of Chris Main, um, he's able to play on, kicks it down long down to Harry Mackay, Harry Mackay goes up for the mark, Unable to take it, Mitch McGovern comes across, handballs over, and Eddie Bet uh, over to Eddie Betts, who snaps around the corner again on his wrong foot, and once again it's a goal to Carlton. What a fantastic effort once again! This this uh, Carlton Football Club uh, really looking slick here in the um, in the forward line. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, they are, and it's great to see great to see Eddie Betts uh, flying through, kicking a few goals. That's really, really what Carlton need, and what they've lacked is that uh, that small forward explosive speed and that ability to just make a goal out of nothing. For so long, the Blues have just... It's been fairly predictable, and with Eddie in there now and uh, people like Cunningham coming along, it um, creates a bit of unpredictability for oppositions which is just what the Blues need anyway we're back in the middle now and it's uh, Pitnet versus Grundy again Grundy taps it down and uh, Trelaw gathers he hands it out to the wing it's a big long handball Main running through but Walsh runs him down and it's holding the ball the umpire in that emphatic way that they do signals holding the ball and uh, Walsh will go back off the mark and he looks back now and he's kicked backwards and he finds Wietering. So they're going to try and reset because um, Collingwood, they, they've set up pretty well actually. So Wietering, he just looks to the side now. Petrovsky Seaton's free so he finds him and Dacos is on the mark and Samo takes off and he gets around Dacos and he takes a bounce. Dacos... He, he's quickly chasing, but Samo is charging down the wing. He gets around Pendlebury and gets the hands off to Cripps, who's in the middle of the ground now, and he feeds it out to Williamson. Williamson, with a big leg, kicks it long, and it's a big pack, and how he flies over and spoils it, and the ball has gone a mile. Where it's back in the middle of the ground now, where Pendlebury gathers it, and Pendlebury looks and 
finds uh, Ben Reed now. Reed tries to get around Wiedering, but it's uh, he didn't quite get there. So he just the ball kind of was handball, but it sort of spilled out. And Varco's gathered it now and been tackled there by Jack Silvani. So we're going to have another ball up. Um, so the ball ball goes up now. And uh, it's tapped down by Pitnet. Pitnet finds Kerno. Kerno tries to get around Trelaw. But gets the hands out. And it's intercepted there by Sidebottom. Who just bangs it on the boot. And Jones flies across in front of Stevenson. And takes a beautiful intercept mark. Trademark Liam Jones. I tell you what, that was a beautiful intercept mark there by Jones, who's played on. He's played on. What a stupid thing to do. Jaden Stevenson's tackled him. The ball spilled out. Jamie Elliott's picked it up, and he's banged another goal for Collingwood. Collingwood boys, gee, they look happy. They're all celebrating there in the forward line. This, I reckon, means a hell of a lot to Collingwood. And uh, Eddie Maguire, you can see him down there sitting next to uh, his mate Innes and... Uh, they're really, you know, high-fiving and all that kind of thing. It, um, probably not as uh, kind of uh, dig, dig, dignified as you'd expect from uh, the pillars of the business community here in Melbourne. But, uh, well, there you go. They're uh, celebrating Collingwood. So, well, and there, there, there's the final siren. The, well, the first quarter siren. So, um, well, exciting game we got here. Collingwood two goals up. And, uh, well, well, let's see what happens from here. There it is. That's the uh, end of the quarter, ladies and gentlemen. What a what a quarter it was. They uh, they're really putting a show on for us here at the MCG. The Mighty Blues and the Collingwood Magpies. Um, we kind of really look forward to the uh, uh, well the remainder of this game. It's fantastic. And in fact, um, just got a uh, just got a message here from uh, Johnny Tap. He's going to come up to the. Um, the commenta commentary box up here for the second quarter and give us a hand with the commentating. The legendary Johnny Tapp, he's, uh, you know, he's pretty versatile. He's done all the horse racing calls for so many years and he's prepared to come and give us a hand up here. So that's going to be fantastic. Oh, there's the phone again. There's Frank. He's probably ringing through with that tip. G'day, Frank. How you going? Yeah, hey, good on you, Mick. Reckon, uh, yeah, the tip that I got for you. Uh, I probably just won today. They're all pretty wide open races, but uh, this one here in particular, a uh, horse called, uh, sorry, a dog called uh, Meat Pie Hero, come down from New South Wales. It's in really good form. I reckon, uh, you know, they're running well up there in New South Wales at the moment, and uh, I reckon uh, could blow away some of these Victorian horses. He'll, he'll come out of the box and he'll, uh, he's probably going to be running about five, um, yeah, five to one, so... Uh, Worth putting, worth putting maybe a fiver on. Oh, good on you, Frank. That's great. I tell you, um, we might. I don't know whether you know him. He might be one of your mates, Johnny Tap. He's coming in to do a bit of commentary in the uh, in the second quarter. Oh, fair dinkum, Mick. That's great. I'm really glad for you. No, I don't know, John. Well, you don't. Uh, you don't have much to do with the horses, Frank. But no, no, I can't, no, I can't say I do, Mick. Uh, Sometimes, um, you know, if I look out the window in the train on the way from, uh, on the way to town from Sunshine West, I uh, see a few things going on over there at Flemington. But no, nah, don't have much to do with the horses. So you must have occasionally gone to the horses and uh, had a look, haven't you, Frank? 
Well, I went up to Warwick Bill a few years ago. Uh, a mate of mine had a mate who, uh, he's training a horse, horse up there in the trots up there at Warwick Bill. Anyway, yeah, we went up there for the day. It was fantastic, I tell you what. The, uh, and, the, and the horse, in fact, the horse won. So we went back to this trainer's place for a bit of a uh, celebration party. You wouldn't have believed it, Mick. Chico rolls, party pies, crownies on ice in this beautiful big house. I don't know what it was made of. It was uh, just a beautiful big solid house. Uh, even in the cold up there at Warrignabeel, it kept nice and nice and warm. I don't know what it was made of, Mick. But, oh, gee, it was a beautiful house. It's probably, uh, you're probably talking about bricks there, Frank. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, um, well, i better let you get back to, uh, uh, helping run the show there at sale. So, uh, we'll see you soon there, Frank. Yeah, good on you, Mick. Thanks for that. And, uh, well, yeah, I, I hope it all goes well with Johnny Tapp. Here he's, uh, he's a very good commentator. So, uh, here's me signing out anyway, Mick. Well, there we go, old Frank. Um, so, if you, yeah, I, look, I tell you what, he knows his dogs. So, if you, you know, you get a chance, get head down to the TAB and um, get some money on that uh, on the uh, on that dog meat pie hero down there in the, in the fourth at sale. Um, anyway, so. Uh, Listen, I'll tell you what, we better have a bit of a break and then uh, we'll welcome uh, Johnny Tap into the box for the net for to give us a hand of the commentary in the next quarter. And here we have, uh, yep, it's Johnny Tap himself. He's just walking through the door there. G'day, Johnny. Oh, g'day, Mick. How you going there? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, good to be here. Um, yeah, it's good to be here. I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, mate, I'll tell you what, I won't be too confident. Uh, uh, calling a footy, but uh, he just gives a hand here and there with uh, some of the names, and um, you know, uh, might go all right. Yeah, yeah. Now you said, uh, Johnny, that uh, you had a bit of a uh, interesting announcement to make at the next Cox Plate. Yeah, mate. Uh, we got uh, first time uh, here. Uh, we got um, Fields of Omar. He's uh, 23 year old. He's coming out of retirement, and he's going to run this year's Cox Plate. That's fantastic, Johnny. That feels of Omar. He's a he's one of my heroes. Hey, I, he's still going around. Yeah, yeah. Well, he uh, he um he uh he showed a bit of form out in the paddock there. He's up there at um out near Kilmore in the retirement paddock. He showed a bit of form, so we put him back in training, and uh, I reckon he's he's going to go all right. And the uh, yeah, he'll go all right. I think uh, we'll see how he goes anyway. Oh, good on you, Johnny. Well, uh, yeah, it's good to have you here. And, uh, of course, I'll give you the name with, uh, hand with the names. Well, I'll give you the list now. You've been a race caller. You're probably pretty uh, adept at, uh, you know, although they're not wearing different colours, you'll be able to... Uh, you can tell the difference b uh, by the numbers here, Johnny. Anyway, uh, we'll go for a bit of a break, and uh, when we come back, the um, we'll come back for the second quarter. This this is an it's an absolute honour to have Johnny Tap in here with us. I I grew up listening to Johnny, hours and hours and hours of just listening to uh, the legendary 
man himself that is Johnny Tapp. He's an extraordinary race caller. So this this is an absolute privilege for us to have you in here, Johnny, and um, we hope you enjoy it. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Uh, yeah, I hope I, I hope I go all right. But uh, the only problem is they're not wearing different colours, so I mightn't uh, mightn't get the names. But uh, I'm sure you and Mick can give me a bit of a hand with that. So uh, anyway, I'll hand it over to you. I, I think they're about to bounce the ball. No worries, thanks, Johnny. So uh, we're back in the middle now, and uh, it'll be p- the epic duel of Pitnet versus uh, Grundy shall continue on. So the ball goes up and Pitnet, he's tapped it down to Murphy. Murphy gets the hands out to Kerno, but he's tackled there by side bottom. And in from the wing, the ball spilled out. Main picks it up. He hands it out to Pendlebury. And Pendlebury running on. He kicks it into Collingwood's forward line, but it's punched away by Jones from Reed. Gathered by Williamson. Williamson hands it out to Petrevsky Seaton. And Petrevsky Seaton steps around Dacos, but he's quickly wrapped up. There by um, Braden Maynard, who has laid a crunching tackle. He's known for that sort of hardness, and yeah, that's a uh, that's a huge tackle there, and it's holding the ball again. The umpire um, deemed it holding the ball, so Maynard will go back on the mark, and he looks into the forward line. Stevenson just zipping around. Uh, Jones is trying to keep up with him. But he finds Dugowie, who's let out in front of Cade Simpson. And Dugowie will line up 35 metres out on a pretty, pretty solid angle. But, yeah, nothing that the uh, magician himself can't muster up. So, yeah, Collingwood here, they're just, they're just tackling hard. And um, well, they just seem to have that extra yard of pace in the forward line. But... We'll see as the game goes on. So Dugowie goes back. And, um, yeah, he's kicked it. He's kicked it. It's gone straight through the middle. Um, yeah, well, the, uh, the ball goes back to the centre there. And, um, yeah, well, not a bad um, not a bad goal there by uh, by the Collingwood boys, uh, that Dugowie, well, I think you're right, you're calling him the a magician, he's uh, he's a very, very clever player. Anyway, the ball's gone back to the centre, Pitnet's gone off for a rest, so big Levi Casbolt lumbers into the ruck and goes up against Brody Grundy. Brody Grundy gets the tap down, the tap down goes straight to Adam Trelaw. Adam Trelaw tries to break through Mark Murphy's tackle, Mark Murphy, what a lovely tackle there. He's wrapped the ball up, ball and all, and the umpire comes in to ball ball it up again. And so there it goes. Grundy gets a tap down again, this time to side bottom. He's a bit stronger. He's able to get away from Ed Curnow. Side bottom kicks kicks out to Chris Main. Just a short little kick. Chris Main takes a bounce. Sam Walsh is in pursuit. Uh, Main kicks it down to Reed. Reed can't take the mark. Wietering another nice uh, spoil there over Reed. Uh, Sam Petrevsky Seaton comes through and, and cleans up the crumbs. Handballs to Tom Wilson, who's running past. Travis Sparko's there trying to catch on, catch him, but uh, can't quite get there. Tom Williamson kicks kicks long over to Zach Fisher on the other side of the field. He was he was uh, completely on his own there, and he's able to take two bounces. Kick down. Mitch McGovern goes up for the mark, can't take the mark, 
Jack Silvani picks up the crumbs again. Able just to screw it over his head. Harry Mackay takes a big mark over Magiston, and Harry Mackay shouldn't have too much trouble with this one. What do you think, Johnny? Here's your first go. Yeah, I reckon, uh, yeah, thanks, uh, Mickey. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to have too much trouble with this, the Mackay boy. He's, uh, he's only, uh, what, 20 metres out, and, uh, yeah, he kicked it straight through the centre there. So that's a uh, fantastic effort there by the Blues. Thanks, Johnny. Uh, good start there, and... Um, so the ball's going back to the centre and uh, Grundy and uh, Pitnett's come back on. And uh, so Pitnett's nice and fresh, big 202 centimetre boy from uh, Hawthorne. So able to get the tap down. Scott Pendlebury sharks it. Scott Pendlebury, he's good in heavy traffic. Handball's over to Chris Main. Chris Main is able to take a bounce. Spears it into Jamie Elliott, who's in front of Sam Doherty at this time. He takes the mark on his chest and he's on quite a, quite a tight angle. Um, and he goes back to take his kick, and there he is, he's pulling up his socks and does the things that all modern footballers do. Bit of grass in the air, there's not much of a breeze. Kicks long, kicks straight, kicks true, and it's another goal for Collingwood. And, um, uh, we can hear the excitement of the crowd there. The Collingwood crowd is really just uh, very enthusiastically uh, going off. We might even close the window a little bit there so you can hear the commentary. What do you think, Johnny? Yeah, Mick, uh, yeah, the Carlton boys, they just, they just, they don't look as uh, quick as the uh, Collingwood boys. Uh, you can see there, you know, um, you can see just like in uh, horse racing, that it's the speed that counts, but it's the speed at... Uh, the timing of the speed there, just as they go into the straight, you know, the horses. Uh, so, yeah, Carlton is he's just going to have to, uh, you know, just try, try and break through a bit quicker, that's all. We'll, we'll hand over to Joe now. You can uh, call the next part of the game. So, um, it's Collingwood. There hasn't actually been a behind yet. Um, Collingwood uh, on 36. And the Blues, uh, um, 18. Yeah, so the uh, ball's back in the middle now. And uh, so Grundy and Pitnett go up. Grundy, he's tapped it down to Trelaw. Trelaw gives it off to Sidebottom. Sidebottom quickly bangs it on the boot, the ball. And it's qu it's uh, cut off there by Wietering. Nice intercept mark there. And uh, Wiedering goes back off his mark. He looks around and finds Fisher out on the wing. Uh, Fisher goes back and uh, looks inboard. There's no one there, though. Uh, Cripps is covered by Pendlebury. So uh, Fisher, as they do, he goes back and tries to uh, reset. So he finds Doherty, and Doherty plays on quickly. He's, uh, he's going to try and break a line here. So Doherty charging out of Carlton's back line. He gets a step on Main, and uh, he, he's charging through, and uh, Cripps um, shepherds Pendlebury, and Doherty kicks it long into the forward line, and, but it's punched away there by Madgen, picked up by Sharonberg. Sharonberg gives it out to Maynard, Maynard to Noble, and Collingwood are on their way out. Noble's going to take him on. He gets around Silvani. And uh, he's charging through now. He's heading towards the middle of the ground. He gets around uh, Walsh as well. 
and kicks long into Collingwood's forward line and Elliot flies but can't quite trap it and the ball uh, spills down Williamson picks it up gives the hands out to Simpson Simpson coming through I don't think he's going to try and break a line he's uh, he's probably a bit old now but he, he it's a nice little kick there to Cripps in the middle of the ground so Cripps comes back off his mark and uh, it's pretty well covered here by Collingwood. But Rodney Harms comes charging out and finds a pocket of space. And Cripps hits him lace out. Wow. Rodney Harms, uh, the wild card. And he has just come out of the forward line there. Put himself in the box seat. And he's taken a mark and 25 metres out. Just about directly in front Rodney Harms will have a kick for goal. So he um, he goes back. He pulls his socks up. You can see he's nervous. It's his first game. I'm pretty sure they um, they got him out of... Was it Div 4 Ammos to get him here? He was playing up there at ONU United. Just um, to get him used to the whole Melbourne thing, he went down to... Uh, he, he went down to uh, the old Zavs there under uh, the Silvani regime and um, played well enough there. He, he started in Div Four, eventually got up to the um, the the, uh, the you know the firsts and um, well here he is. So you know well deserved there to Rodney Harms. Here he is, yeah, and he's kicked it as well. The crowd certainly doesn't worry him, and he's kicked a goal, and that brings the Blues to. Um, four straight, 24 to Collingwood, um, six straight, 36. And so I'm going to hand it over to the legend, Johnny Tapp, to uh, take it from the top, in the middle of the ground, the ball up. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Uh, yeah, he's a bit nervous about this. I, 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 you know, it's a lot different to calling uh, the horse race. And anyway, uh, Grundy's up against Pittenet, and Pittenet taps it down. Who's that number three there, Joe, from Carlton? Uh, Murphy. Murphy, yeah, they're all wearing the same colours. I, I didn't quite get them anyway. Murphy runs through, handballs it over to Kernow. Kernow gets tackled by uh, Pendlebury. Pendlebury, the ball spills three. Pendlebury's able to keep his feet. Pendlebury then kicks it down to Ben Reid. Ben Reid takes a nice mark in front of Jacob Wiedering. Ben Reid uh, goes back, takes a kick. Jaden Stevenson, really quick lead, takes it out in front, and um, he'll have a shot at goal. I think. Uh, I think. I think he'll have a shot at goal. Jaden Stevenson um, and Liam Jones on the on the mark there. Uh, anyway, he goes back. Oh, he's he shanked this one. It's gone. It's like a helicopter. It's gone. Uh, it's gone straight through the point. Uh, out wide through the point there. And uh, well, I don't know about that, Jaden Stevenson. He. Uh, He's uh, he, he, he's a bit erratic, I think. Anyway, uh, I'll hand it back to Joe, and uh, you can call the last bit of the quarter there, Joe. So, uh, to kick out, it'll be uh, Cade Simpson. So, Simo, he just goes across, takes a safe option, finds Doherty in the pocket. Now, Doherty, he's going to take off again. He starts, he starts on his run. He gets around Elliot. Dacos gets to him and gets around Dacos as well. So um, Sam Doherty is quite brazen at the moment and he's charging out still. But uh, Pendlebury confronts him, so he gives it off to Cripps. Cripps quickly gives it off to uh, Wiedering. 
And Wiedering goes across and finds Walsh in front of Maine on uh, the wing broadcast side. So, Sam Walsh, he uh, comes back off his mark and he finds Casbolt, who's leading out. Casbolt, those vice hands, just traps the ball. There's no getting out there. So, Casbolt, he's probably 85 metres from home. He's still quite a way away, but he... uh, he looks around and Rodney Harms quickly presents, finds a little pocket of space and he finds Harms. So Harms now, he's he's about 65 from home now. Um, and Harms, he quickly spins around fire and Eddie Betts is charging out but it's punched away there by Sharonberg. It's gathered by Mitch McGovern who snaps quickly and it goes through right over the umpire's hat and it's a goal to the Blues. Geez, that was quite an interesting build-up of play there. Sort of had a few ebbs and flows. And uh, Mitch McGovern, he just put the icing on the cake. That's a that's a beautiful goal from a big bloke. So the ball is going back to the middle of the ground now. And the Blues are seven points behind. And the ball's about to go up. It, it goes up now. And Pitnetti taps it down to Cripps, who quickly just slams it on the boot. And Mackay... Charging out of the full forward line. Takes a mark there in front of Madgen. And he is about 40 metres from home. Directly in front. And he's quite a kick, Harry. And as we're ticking down towards um, three-quarter time. Half-time, sorry. um, Harry, he goes back. And he kicks it. And he's just snuck it in. And that's a goal to the Blues. So, one point the difference. Yeah, well, that's it. That's the first half there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, we'll go for a bit of a break and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Thanks very much and thanks to the sponsors. Oh, there's the uh, there's the halftime siren there, ladies and gentlemen. It looks like uh, Collingwood's going pretty well today. Um, they uh, go up to the mighty Blues, um, but I tell you what, there's uh, there's not much in this. The both sides are looking pretty fierce at the contest, and I would say that the second half is really worth hanging around and looking forward to. And you can hear, you can hear the appreciation of the. Of the crowd there, uh, I'll just open the window for a second. I'll just close it again. We don't want too much uh, interference. Um, oh, look down there! I can just see um, our good mate uh, Innes Willocks, the uh, the uh, captain of industry himself. He's just down there. He's walking away from the Collingwood cheer squad. In fact, he's coming up towards here. Yeah, there, and here he is, the man himself. Yeah, come in, uh, Innes. How are you? Oh, yours. Very good today, uh, Mick. Um, I've just been down speaking to some of my contemporaries in the uh, Collingwood cheer squad. But I thought you were a uh, Sydney supporter, uh, Innes. Oh, yes, indeed. Um, that That is true. But uh, I was given the opportunity. Um, Eddie McGuire rang me up and they'd organised a trip over to Bangladesh for the uh, Collingwood cheer squad and, and their supporters. And, um, 
well what I did I organized a trip they, they uh, into one of the um, into one of the factories there one of the factory the clothing factories that I own and uh, also to one of the um, sort of rehabilitation places for those that are uh, injured in those uh, in the factories there in Bangladesh and uh, it was I was just speaking to the Collingwood uh, people and they had a fantastic time um, over there in Bangladesh, uh, cheap beer, uh, food was good, uh, nice and warm. Um, so I think it all went very well for them. Yes, it went very well. In fact, ah, oh, there's just a little beep on my um, mobile phone. I uh, I've received an uh, email here. I think it's in fact about the trip that they just took, the Collingwood supporters to the recruit rec the uh, rehabilitation centre. Um, for the injured workers of the Bangladeshi hospitals. In, in fact, I'll read it out for you, Mick. Yeah, that'd be great, Innes. Um, um, yeah, we'll read away. Uh, what does it say? Scrolling down. It was a tremendous and humbling experience to be in the company of such disadvantaged people who had such a calm and serene acceptance of their lot. Although physically and mentally impaired, they behaved as though they were on top of the world. What a wonderful little message there. Yeah, it sure is there, uh, Innes, and who's it from? Oh, you're scrolling down a little bit. Oh, someone called Shamsunara Talismanara and Balkia Maburitaria from Dakar. Oh, interesting. Little turn of events, yeah? There's a little PS here. We've started to put together some money for a dental van on the corner of Smith and Johnson Streets there in Collingwood. Not what I would have expected, not, not the outcome I would have expected, Mick, but, um, um, well, fair enough, and, uh, yes. Yeah, well, that is interesting there, isn't it? Uh, who do you reckon's going to win this one? Um, uh, Collingwood's looking pretty good, Carlton's looking good, it's, you know, it's, I, I think the crowd's really enjoying themselves. Yours, yours. It does seem seem to be a uh, uh, very hotly contested game here, Mick. And um, yeah, I'll go back down to the members and uh, resume my position next to Eddie Maguire and uh, tell him about the trip that we uh, that uh, he was able to organise there to uh, Bangladesh. Good on you, Innes. All right. Well, um, yeah, we'll have a bit of a break now and um, we'll get back to it. Well, uh, yeah, so here we are at the uh, half-time break again. Um, <clears throat> that's thanks to uh, Innes there for that uh, little bit of insight into the um, the Collingwood uh, cheer squad and supports. Uh, interesting stuff. I'll just close the windows there to uh, just give us a bit of... Uh, bit, uh, not so much interference, anyway. Uh, anyway, um, oh, look, Dylan McLaughlin himself, the head of the AFL. Oh, Mick, you mind if I come in? No, not at all, uh, Gillen, come in. Oh, yes, ho, ho, yes, you know how tall I am, Mick. Well, yeah, I do, you're pretty tall there, uh, Gillen. And you do know how rich, ha, ha, good-looking and uh, fit that I am. Well, yeah, I do, I, I know that too, Gillen, yeah, yeah. 
And what about um, how important, how vitally important I am to this great game of ours, Australian football? Do you you realise how vitally important I am, Mick? Well, I I do that as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I've got some rather mixed news for you. Um, Innes and I have been called up to sail to go to the polo. We've got to, we must play the polo this afternoon or this evening. So we'll be leaving now. So unfortunately, you're going to have to um, postpone the game until next week. <laughs> oh, no worries, Gillen. You're going up to sail. You might be able to see Frank, the uh, the, uh, the race car at the uh, the Greyhounds. Uh, <laughs> it's a joke, is it, Mick? <laughs> um, no, no, no. Just Innes and I and the, the the rest of the aristocracy there. Um, yeah, well. Gee, well, good luck then, uh, Gillen. What about Jeff Kennett? Is he going too? Jeffrey? No, no. <laughs> His name's not weird enough. No, just Innes and I and uh, the rest of the Melbourne aristocracy. All right, well, um, good luck with all that then, uh, Gillen. I hope it uh, goes well for you. So anyway, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, unfortunately, we're going to have to postpone the game. Uh, hopefully... We can um, we can see you uh, next next week. Uh, we'll look forward to it. It's going to be a fantastic finish. So uh, look out for it, and we'll see you then. All right, I'll put on. This is the closing credit. So uh, see you next week. <laughs>